0: Speeding and the sound is a speeding Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew The Monday edition for Monday, January 22nd, 2024 <laughs> oh, you got on, on today's episode, uh, Danny and I had our audition shit And I waited in line for like a really long fucking time And it was like that Seinfeld episode That one time with Terry and name the name of waiting in line wasn't fun, and then it's time for party report. Okay, I'll tell you about that later. Uh, hi, welcome to... Welcome to... Hi, welcome to... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I sound like a fucking 14-year-old out of Logan McQuaid. Fuck. Uh hi, how are you? I hope you had a good weekend. Here we are at the end of January. Uh we're past Blue Monday. This, the the days are getting longer now. It's uh the sun is, is is staying out past 5 p.m. now and it's only gonna be getting further, and the sun is getting up earlier in the morning. I had watched a beautiful sunrise, so I've been waking up at 6 fucking 20 in the morning now. Look at me. I'm a fucking David Goggins. <laughs> you gotta fucking I wake up and fucking, I saw some guy on Instagram. He's like, I wake up at three 30 in the morning so that I can sit outside the gym for an hour and a half and send text messages of gratitude or an hour and send and write my gratitude. And so apparently this guy wakes up at three 30 in the morning and goes and fucking sits outside the gym on his phone, texting people saying, I fucking love you. And I'm all grateful for just being alive and human. And then he grows and works out for two hours and then whatever does the fuck. But it's just like, bro, if you go to if you wake up at 3:30, that means you're going to bed at like 7.30. Which is like, that's also not cool. Like <laughs> it's not you're not better than everyone because you go to bed at 7.30. That's like kind of like you're a loser, bro. Like, all you're really saying, people who brag about how early they get up, like it wouldn't be the same if you're like, I go to bed at 7.30 every single fucking day. You're out there. Enjoying time with your friends and family. Maybe you're at a restaurant. <laughs> you went to a movie? <laughs> I'm sleeping. I am sleeping. <laughs> you know, it doesn't sound the same. When they're like, I'm up at 3.30 and what are you doing? You're fucking sleeping, bro. I'm out here sitting in a parking lot text messaging people. <laughs> it's like, well, like I don't think that's that. that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the reason I brought this up is because 6.20, I was waking up at about 6.45, 7 o'clock before, and I just found that the extra 20 minutes between 6.20 and 6.40, it is makes such a huge difference in the morning because 20 minutes in the morning, 25 minutes is the difference of like leaving for work at 8.45 and being on time and leaving for work at fucking like 9.10 and being like super late. And then but the difference in the morning, it doesn't it, it, like in the morning, it doesn't necessarily seem it doesn't change what time I go to bed or anything like that. But it's just like I don't feel more tired during the day or anything, but I just I somehow get my day off onto the right foot because then I could just wake lay in bed and just like wake up and like properly like wake up for like fucking 10 minutes and then or even 15 and then go fucking crunch a massive loaf. And then it's not even seven o'clock yet. So then I'm in the gym before seven. And you're, like, when you're in the gym before 7, you're, like, okay, hey, today's going to be a good day. Like, there's no way this is going to get fucked up. Like, it's, like, I already was in the gym. Like, I'm already here. It's before 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm in the gym. Like, how could today really go fucking bad? Like, there can't really, like, you know, I mean, it might go bad at work or whatever, whatever, but it's just, like, at least I, you know, started my day off on the right foot, stretching, feeling nice, crunching weights. I've been doing the Stairmaster, bro. All these guys, I watch them walking up backwards there, so – today there was a guy next to me and sometimes for fun, I'll just like <laughs> the buddy next to me, every time he started walking backwards, I started walking backwards <laughs> and then he would like turn and then I would like wait like two steps and then I would also turn and then he just didn't look at me and it happened like three times. And then on the third time of coming back, I was like, I looked at him like, Hey, like kind of like, Hey, and then he just looked at me like, uh, uh <laughs> like, not like, what are you doing or why are you doing this? Just like, are you like, just kind of like, I am I noticing you or was that on purpose or what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, we're doing the same. You know, we're spinning. We're doing, we're walking. Me and you, we're walking. <laughs> it's me and you, we're walking. So... uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know why the fuck I brought that up because the days, oh yeah, because I saw a beautiful sunrise this morning because I'm up early in the fucking gym. So let's start up. Uh, good whoa, big productive fucking weekend. so where do we start here? So Friday night I picked up Danny from the airport Danny Martinello, my best friend. I got lots of best friends, but he's 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 my best friend <laughs> He's my brother. Our relationship transcends time and space uh it is a karmic bond fused uh eons ago in the uh very larval stages of the universe, I believe um and so does he so anyways. Uh, anyways, he's living in New York now. He signed a place with some, like, uh, he he's like, says the Jew, Jewish, like, mob or some shit like that. So, uh, he's got a new place in Brooklyn, in Bushwick, so he's getting all set up now. But we had, he got to come back, like I said, last week we had an audition for some kind of t- TV, something, something that we had to audition for, where there's two guys together, Doing a thing, you know, some kind of show in Canada where there's teams of people all competing, perhaps, or maybe not. Anyways, we had our audition for that, and uh, it's our third year in a row doing it. They brought us back. We we got fast-tracked. We didn't have to fill out any paperwork on fucking—oh, this mic is way low. Okay, so I'll bring that up just a little bit. Um, We didn't have to fill out any of the regular paperwork because they're, they're like, we'll use it from last year. You know, your guys' names and all that shit didn't change, so whatever. We got all that information. I was like, okay, sick. Uh, and then we went and did our interview, and we're just I – th- I feel like every year we've been showing growth. This is our third time in a row. Um, our first year when we got there, one of the casting producers was like, oh, like, yeah, you know, like, how, how, can we help you with anything? And we're like, oh, yeah, like, uh, this is our first time. They're like, wow, like, this, this is the first time you ever applied? And we're like, yeah. They're like, you never – you never applied before. We're like, no. And they're like, you're here now. And we're like, yeah. They're like, wow. So I guess it does take like a long time for these for these casting producers. Like, I, they want to see you a couple years in a row and make sure, you know, you're right for the show and whatever the fuck. And I don't know. Like, they just want to see you. And Danny and I have demonstrated an extreme amount of growth from the first year where we were there, where neither of us was sober to this second year where Danny was sober and I had just started my journey into sobriety. And now the third year where we're both like, you know, I'm married. I have a career in radio. Danny's living in New York. Like we're all separate guys. Like we're completely separate guys from like totally different from the, who we were three years ago. Um, so we showed a lot of growth and, you know, we did the, they do this question, you know, this game show style question, like him or me or whatever, like who's got, who's the better driver. And then you flash the card or whatever. And we went hundred for a hundred. So that was a good sign. We'd never done that before. So we were just in the zone and we talked about it before. We're like, why the fuck are we doing this? Cause like, we were like, you know, they ask you why you're doing this. And then we were trying to think it's like a reality show. And like, I don't know, we were, we, we didn't, we didn't give an honest answer and not, not to say that we were lying, but it's just that we didn't really look within ourselves for the true honest answer. We were like, why are you, you know, what are your hardships? Cause it's, it's reality TV, right? They always got to say, oh, and then fucking, you know, here's my hardship. Right. So we were trying, we we're trying to answer the question through that lens of thinking like, well, what, why are we doing this? What hardship are we, you know, trying to overcome or highlight or work through or, or whatever the fuck by doing this show. And then we realized, I was like asking him, I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, why the fuck do we keep doing this? Because like, (laughs) it can't be for attention. Like him and I get enough attention. You know, this guy did Osmos commercial. He's all over fucking every hockey game and uh, nationally broadcast. Everybody in the country saw Danny's face for like fucking two months straight. You know, I talk into a microphone every day, talking to 50,000 people on the radio. Like I, and do stand up at the night. Like I got enough attention. Like there's enough, we got, it. you know we got enough attention. So it's not about that. And then I'm like, is it about the adventure? And it's like, yeah, it is about the adventure, like going across Canada, but we also have driven across Canada for our entire adult lives, like driving around. Like, yeah, sure. We didn't go bungee jumping or whatever the fuck in between, but like, you know, it's not about, it's going across the country. also wouldn't be a unique necessarily experience for us because that's how we made a living for fucking over 10 years. So I'm like, why is this? And I think, and what I realized or what we realized is that, you know, Danny and I are fucking dream chasing guys. Like, you know, our, since we were in high school, we both were locked into this dream of acting and show business. And and then we literally just did it. Like we went out and just did it and became professional working comics and made it on TV and in commercials and everything. And so it, it comes down to this is another, you know, wicked dream. Like, wouldn't that be a fun opportunity to win this fucking thing? Because like, uh, dude, a quarter of a million dollars is a fuck ton of money. You know, uh, you, they give you a trip around the world, a brand new car. It's like, yo, uh, <laughs> for a month, uh, you know, and you like for a month of work, like, fuck, man, like, de- like we could do this. And like, we're both fit. We're smart. You know, there's no way. It's like, fuck, like we got a pretty good shot of winning this fucking thing. So that also motivates us to be like, you know, if we're going to do something, we're going to try to be the best at it. And if this this appears to be something that we might actually be able to be the best at or at least in the group of fucking whatever, like we, we could probably smash this. So yeah, that was our fucking pitch this year and it was the first time that we had really kind of like gotten to the heart of the matter of of why why are we even doing this anymore? You know, I'm 34, he's 32, 33 coming up on. So it's like why what, what's the point of this? So and, and and we got down to it, but I so anyways, that was the amazing oh, whoops, that was the amazing audition that I had. <laughs> and uh there's funny so i picked daddy up from the fucking airport and we're listening to lamb of god because whatever it's my it's my fucking music you know i'm driving i'm you know and courtney will put on country radio i don't mind you know what i mean but danny is driving he doesn't mind metal so we're, i was listening to lamb of god on the way here so we'll just keep it going and laid to rest comes on and if you're a lamb of god person you know this song like it's a fucking it's one of their most popular songs and it's definitely like I don't know. It's one of their best songs, I'd say, for sure. Um, (laughs) Danny's like, he's like, yo, we're just, like, listening to it or whatever. It's like a lull in the conversation. He's like, yo, this is fucking bullet-loading music, eh? (laughs) Fucking bullet-loading music. And it's like, (laughs) it's so gnarly because, like, You could totally see some fucking pre, like, you know, pre-Columbine montage of these guys just listening to Laid to Rest by Lamb of God. like it fits perfectly and then he's going off about how like this is the music that the fbi uses to like t- fucking torture their isis prisoners and, like the cia like when they put these like fucking taliban fucking guys in their like hold they turn on those wicked like construction lights and just blare fucking lamb of god <laughs> throwing water waterboard and i'm like <laughs> where is ibrahim and just fucking Lamb of God, and the, the construction lights in some tunnel, some CIA fucking black op. <laughs> oh, and it's just like it, the, the the. And I'm like, I just listen to this music for pleasure, but it's like it also is like this like torture device. <laughs> So yeah, do yourself a favor. If you're not a Lamb of God person, just go listen to Laid to Rest right now. If you are a Lamb of God person, put it back on. Also, I have a new, speaking of Lamb of God, I have a new fucking, um, they have their full discography on on Lamb of God, like on their Spotify. They just put their entire discography out. It's 10 hours and 49 minutes. So I'm like, oh my God, this is sick. (coughs) But, (coughs) excuse me. I have a new favorite album from them. It's Resolution. That's my new favorite Lamb of God album. So for everyone who cares, there you go. It's Resolution. But Laid to Rest is not on that album. But you should still listen to Laid to Rest and just fucking picture yourself barging into the cafeteria. (laughs) I'm only laughing because it's so sad and dark that it's like it's one of those reactions where it's like you have to laugh because it's like, oh, my God, that is so gnarly. Um, so after our fucking audition, we're like, yo, let's go off to eat with the boys. And our boy Big Norm recommend, recommends this place, Gayubi. It's a Japanese all you can eat with the fucking uh, grill in the middle. Right. <clears throat> so we're like, yo. Uh, this place is gonna be sick. But they so I get a reservation. They're like, We don't have reservations, you can get our wait list pre you can pre get on our wait list like in advance, like days in advance. So I'm like, Well, this kind of sounds like a reservation. They're like, It's not a reservation, you're on our wait list, but it's like five days out. So I'm like, Okay, well that sounds like a reservation to me. So we get there and whatever, and we get there early and we're like, Can we grab our table? They're like, No, your entire party has to be here for us to sit you down. And originally we fucking booked eight guys, so we're like, Well, that's kind of fucked up, like okay, so I'm like, well, how many guys are bailing? And then sure enough, like three guys bail or two guys bail. So we're like, okay, six. And then I was like, oh, three guys bail. So we're like, K five. And then they're like, okay, well, we need everyone here. And then we're like, now we're waiting for the fifth guy. And they called us a bunch of times because they had the table. They flipped the fucking place. So this is why the waiting line system, because they just go and They're like, well, you're not here yet. Whatever. Next, next in line. Boom, go. You can wait. You want to be here. You can wait. We got enough people. We got a million people waiting in line. So we're like there for an hour and a half waiting for this fucking table. And then we're like, yo, like there's five of us. We got to wait for a six top. I don't know if they're going to charge us for a six top because I fucked around with all the, w- the, you know, with the reservations and whatever autograt and all this crap or whatever the fuck. And we're like, yo, we've been here for 90 minutes. Like I got a hard out at 645. I got two shows. I got to go to in Scarborough, which we'll talk about in a second, but. Let's just bail because we're like fucking Seinfeld party of four, right? We're just waiting, 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 wait, wait. So we're like, hey, fuck it. We're, you know, we're on Dundas, like whatever. There's but there's 10 million restaurants around us. Like whatever, let's just go to another restaurant. So we just walk down two restaurants and we go to Kimchi Korea House, which also was fucking sick. But as soon as we sit down, guess what? Guy Ubi calls me and they're like, your table's fucking ready. And we're like, fuck, fuck this. Uh, I was pissed because the restaurant is really good. It's like pretty much one of the best restaurants in Toronto. Like there is... You could not move in that place. Like, there was no moving around in that place. It was fucking insane. Like, the restaurant was insane. Because they have $43 all-you-can-eat prime rib. And they do this miso-marinated. Like, oh, I was like, uh, like, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, let me in. But it was our fault that shit got fucked up. So, whatever. I'm going to go back there. But the key is to go, like, you don't go Friday at 5. <laughs> or, you know, Saturday at 5 o'clock. I'm going to go Tuesday afternoon, you know, when they first open for, with a two top instead of an eight top on Friday at five. That was our fault anyways. And I know that, but I was still kind of bummed. I was like, let me in. So anyways, um, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, Gayubi, whatever. We go to this place, and it turns out to be serendipity, happy accident, because the place is delicious, and they have amazing food. And we got this bibimbap, which is fucking sick, and bulgogi. And we met the restaurant owner, Mama Lee, and she came out and took a picture with us. And we were saying, like, Koreans are like the Italians of the Asian community. <laughs> like, because their food is the best, and, like, they're all hospitable. Like, you know, come in, sit down. You know what I mean? Like, what do you need? Like, let's get you some fucking sake, soju, whatever the fuck. Like, I don't—not not sake, but they got this rice fucking liquor, this Korean rice liquor that they just give you on the house. And, you know, fucking—Danny and I didn't have any, but the boy said it was good. So, whatever. i well that as well, fucking. And then I had to go to um, the Stone Cottage Pub, and this place had been around since 1867. And I like going to places like that, you know, these old-ass uh, place that has been the same purpose for over 150 years. Like you could go back in time, 150 years and there's still people just getting liquored up in that place. Like that's pretty fucking cool to think about. And they were great shows, sold out shows, different nights. Israel is the man. That's his name. Uh, Okay. I'm kind of moving pretty quick here because the gigs, there was nothing really to note. They were just fucking fire crowds. And uh, I ended up having a headline because Woody's such a fucking 49ers fan. He's like an ultimate 49ers fan. He's like, I just got to watch the game. Can I go bullet? he's supposed to headline. And I was like, whatever, fuck it, whatever. So, and then it's the fucking Bill's Chiefs game on Sunday, which I was looking forward to. Oh, so the Lions too. I loved what a good story the Lions are, man. Fucking Dan Campbell being on the 0-16 team and then just, you know, coming back and making it all the way to the conference championship. Like, good for fucking them. They're You know, they're gonna get steamrolled, but it'll be a good fight. And, uh, you know, but I don't think you can fuck with GK and CMC and like Debo. I don't know if Debo, is Debo out? Let's see, is Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel status. Uh, Debo Samuel, uh, oh, fractured shoulder. He's fucking done. Status up in air. He's got a fractured shoulder. How the fuck is this guy? Samuel doesn't have a fractured shoulder. What? Oh, avoided fractured shoulder. Oh, I'm so fucking stupid. That's a weird headline. 49ers confirm wide receiver avoided fractured shoulder. Okay, well, whatever. So if he's back, then they're fucked. But the Bills Chiefs game, man. So here's my fucking, here's the, here's, let's put on the tinfoil hat here, okay? So if this is is some deep NFL fucking shit here. If you look at the NFL revenue. Let's ask chat GPT before Tom Brady, chat GPT. Fucking NFL revenue, NFL revenue uh, in 1999. Tom Brady didn't play yet. NFL revenue in 1999. Oh, they scrubbed it from chat GPT. All right, well, it's still on Google. NFL revenue, 1999. The point that I'm trying to make here, Is that these motherfuckers? Uh, The NFL, what's the point that I'm trying to make here? It's a big conspiracy here. Let me get my brain around this. The NFL saw what happened in the NBA with Michael Jordan and the double three Pete. And they saw how much buzz was around the NBA and the NBA was shit kicking every other fucking sport. And they fucking realized that they needed a Michael Jordan. They needed a star. They needed some kind of name that was bigger and an ultimate winner. And they needed some kind of Goliath. So there, they once Brady and Belichick paired up and they there was this potential for this really, really good dynasty team, the NFL did everything that they could in their power to subtly shift things in favor of the Patriots and having the Patriots be the sort of face of the NFL league. And if you look at the revenue from the, before the Tom Brady era to now at in the post Tom Brady era, you know, we're talking hundreds of billions of dollars, if not trillions of dollars has been made right in the increase. Look at the percentage increase in revenue, which I wish I could fucking look at, but it's part of my fucking conspiracy theory. And the best part about conspiracy theories is that they do not require much evidence. Just anecdotal kind of sounds like it's about right. (laughs) So, so now, um, so now they have the post fucking Brady era and now who's the next boy? We need a fucking another, we need this to keep going on, right? So who is the fucking face? Obviously, Patrick fucking Mahomes and the Eagles now get to pick up the mantle of where the Patriots left off, right? So, um... You you look at what's going on, blah blah blah, whatever the fuck. Chiefs couple calls here, blah blah blah. blah. They're, but they're the new thing, right? So now you're looking at what kind of officiating is the is the Bills and Chiefs game gonna be? But uh, so it's like they can't be quite obvious with it. They can't be calling holds every fucking blah blah blah, right? But for it to come down to a missed fucking field goal, oh my god! The the NFL people were probably like, it's like did they have like an air cannon? Cause you look at that ball and it looks like it's going in and then they just it just moves and it's like, do they have some kind of secret fucking blow machine that they could just blow that ball off course? Because now you got fucking they've been wanting Taylor Swift for 10 years to do the halftime show. They she asked, she gets right of first refusal for the Super Bowl halftime show. Isn't that crazy to be in a place in your career for a decade? You get right of first refusal at the Super Bowl halftime show. Unfucking believable But now they're going to get her for free. If if they make it to the Super Bowl again, because then the dynasty, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. But not only that, but you get now, instead of having to pay Taylor Swift to do the fucking, you get her for free and you can cut to her. You're going to put 10,000 fucking cameras on her and you're going to cut to her as often as you can. So why, when you look at just, I, mean, I like economics and people respond to incentives and right there, the incentive is so plainly obvious and out in the open that it's like, how could they not follow through with that? You know? So, the Ravens are so much better of a team than the Chiefs are. They're a complete fucking team. You know, Lamar Jackson is... is Yeah, four touchdowns, two in the air, two on the ground. Who? What? So and this fucking the front line of the chiefs defense is is a fucking cheesecloth so if they're going to do these fucking designed runs for lamar jackson and he's going to get a couple good blocks you know he's faster than you know maybe not sneed is the only guy that's going to fucking stop him it's going to be up to fucking sneed to to stop the entire baltimore ravens <laughs> What's his name? Ladarius Sneed? Ladarius Sneed. Ladarius Sneed is going to, it's all, we need the Sneed. You need the Sneed. But I'm cheering for the Ravens. Because I want to see a Ravens fucking Niners Super Bowl. That is the two best teams. So let's see them play for the win. (laughs) Ha ha. Right? And if you like hearing about football, listen to our sister podcast, The Sunday Parlay, anywhere you listen to this fucking podcast, hosted by our friend Alex Fortin. That's The Sunday Parlay, everywhere you get podcasts. So- <laughs> Oh, and we got drama. Okay, speaking of promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by our patrons. Would you like access to bonus content? Uh, Like music shows and other interviews and fun uh, recordings of when I was shitty at stand-up. Go to patreon.com slash DrewBame. Sign up for as little as five bucks. You could be like these five folks. Josh, Nah, Alicia, Iron Eagle, James, New Guy Mark, uh, Nick and Mac, Bubba, Marnus, Motherfucking street demon, our number one fan Joel, and in the Hall of Fame, call it Andre Blair and Terrence. Say the name. What up, one of them? Hi, Papa Mink. Hi, Papa Mink. Mink's a big Raiders. That's also why I'm cheering for the fucking Ravens. Uh, Ravens, Raiders, Ravens. Because uh, the Ravens, Mink is Mink loves the Ravens, and he always has. And I'm fucking down for Mink to catch a dub here. So go to Patreon.com/slash Drew Bame. Sign up for as little as five bucks. If you're dumb, seven bucks. If you're stupid. And um, and play guitar. Also, promotional consideration for this week of Drew. I don't know if it's no longer provided. If it's provided by KingDotsCannabis.cc. Okay, I emailed them. They haven't... I, I decided to poke the bear. I emailed them. And I said, hey, what's going on? You know, haven't heard from you in a little bit. Haven't gotten any packages. The promo code still works. You know, what's going on? I'd love to chat with you about some social media stuff. You know, I've tried uploading some... Uh, some videos about dope and YouTube keeps taking them down. So like, I don't really know, you know how we can really, what the best way to market it is other than the audio advertising, because that's completely uncensored, right? Like podcast audio advertising is kind of the best way for weed companies to market themselves because we don't have anyone telling us what to say on here. You you know, Spotify doesn't give a fuck, you know, they got Joe Rogan, You know, they spent hundred million dollars on Joe Rogan and that means that we now I can say whatever the fuck I want into this microphone because he is too. <laughs> and you know, I'm flying so far under the radar, they're like a fucking it's like trying to find a tadpole with a fucking uh B two B fifty two bomber. So the promo code still works. I don't know. Send him an email or some shit or just buy some dope. If everyone just buys a little bit of dope using the promo code, drew, I think that might fucking get them back up. Cause I got all these extracts, you know, buy some dope, use the promo code fucking, you know, let's try to get them back on. I'm still going to do the commercial, but I sent it to their email. The last email I got from them, I replied to it and it just went to not sender is not available. I was like, Kate, so then I, <laughs> but they did change their domain. So I was like, what if they changed their email? So then I put it in the new .cc and then that worked. So I hope they got that. But like, I don't know. Oh, so I got an email the other day. Your credit score has increased by one points. <laughs> it's like, why are you sending me an email about that? Uh, okay. So right now go to kingtutscannabis.cc, use the promo code drew still for 10% off your order still on Fridays. It's uh 50% off. Uh, so I got two zips and like a gram of hash and a gram of dope for hundred you know thirty bucks or something. So, you know, that's still, you know, even if that's the, if that's the worst case, like I can, I'm cool with that. You know, I'm cool with $65 ounces of really good weed and I'm cool with that. I hope you are too. Go to kingdotscadombs.cc. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. Okay, that's it. Uh, I'm going to hop on the Sunday parlay once more. Uh, You know, after the Super Bowl maybe, or maybe we'll do some fucking uh, post-conference. You know, on the all-star break, I'll hop on. We'll do some analysis. We'll do the end of the season. We'll figure out who was the winner, who was the loser. Obviously, I lost because I just quit. Uh, so, you know, we'll figure out what the Kenny vs. Spenny style humiliation is for me. Probably nothing. I can't imagine that, you know, there's really any point to me doing anything other than just admitting defeat, willingly admitting the the cock of failure openly into my anus. Okay, (laughs) stick around, play a little guitar, stick around. Okay, I'm gonna be performing at the Corner Comedy Club all weekend long—Friday, Saturday, Sunday—or not Saturday. I got another gig on Saturday, but it's in Toronto too. But whatever. Now we got blues backing track in D minor. Let's dad. Let's get back to the. I thought we get back to the hearts of the dad rock. Smoke bonus every day.